welcome back to another episode of Why Women. You know, it's your girl, Rachel O'Shawn. I'm Abria Danae. And before we even get started into anything, y'all know what to do. Subscribe, share. Like. Like. Comment. Comment. Put us on your story. When you see us posting, throw us on your story. You know, yeah. give a little share. It's free. It's free. That's like the most free support. We just had a giveaway announced that this past week. So that's not the only giveaway. So I would highly advise you guys to just support. And because um, the giveaways is going to get better and bigger, and better, bigger and better, you know. Um, young girl. So how are you feel? She, she Sorry, is like sometimes so. like. <laughs> You know, whenever you go, like, a long time without, like, doing anything to yourself. So, like, this week, I mean, don't get me wrong. I do get pretty for work. But I don't know. I think I just got so used to seeing myself just crusty that whenever I get up, like, dolled up, I feel good. And this this ain't, this is, like, this is, like, minimal. This is, like, makeup, no makeup look. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. this ain't even, like, putting pressure on you hoes, you know? Yeah. But, like, I just, I still feel like I look good. You know what I mean? But um, I've been good. Mental health, everything. Actually, I had a slip in mental health. Um, yeah, this week. This week, I've just really, really just, like, been in a funk mental health-wise. And, yeah, I'm kind of annoyed about that. But, um, I mean, I'm on the upper more so because it's the weekend. And, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm recording and I'm doing what I love. I think that during the week. Um, it's hard to get through that week. Doing something that yeah. I really don't care about. Actually, I just had a dream last night about. Um, I was in the grocery store. You know, the seafood section of the grocery store? It was oh. a bunch of little baby cows. They look like little puppies, but it was cows. A bunch of baby cows that they were slaughtering right there in front of my face. So, of course, I had to look that shit up. And, girl, they had told me that I'm about to suffer from, like, a tremendous loss, and that could be – it could more no resonate – it more so resonates in the area of my life that I'm the most unhappy with, which is my job. And so, like, I had woke up, of course, and told Jose, I was like, am I going to get fired? Because, like, anyways, I ain't even going – I ain't going to be that toxic. But, yeah, like, I was just like, damn, am I about to get fired? And so I was like, oh, my God. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't even know if I'm really sad about that shit. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How are you? Duh. <laughs> I definitely get, like, making it through the week. I had to take a mental health day for my job on Friday just to be like, fuck y'all, but not fuck y'all. Good for you. Um, I just took off for the hell of it. I had no plans or nothing to do. Um, and it was a good Friday. And then something happened that night. It's going to cost me money. And it just had me in this, like, you know. And car like, issues or what? Car issues. Always got to be the car. Got, oh, Gotta be, the car. gotta be the car and i'm just so frustrated and i'm just like you know what this is inevitable i can't like you know do anything about it but that was like the cause of my mental health slip this week it's just like i don't know i don't know and like i was telling my boyfriend i was just like you notice i haven't been binge watching tv shows because i because tiktok this girl on tiktok told me i was like an avoidant attachment style yes. person Mm. And uh, she said, like, if you binge watch TV, like, in the beginning of a relationship, you'll be, like, very um, attached, almost, like, uh, love bombing in a way. And then, like, 
you'll start to like get away when the relationship gets more serious. And I realized that that's kind of how I am. And I was talking to my boyfriend about it and I was just like, damn. And I was just like, I cope by either eating sweets or like binge watching TV, which I haven't been doing in the past week. So I have been like trying to keep my mental health on the up and up. And that's kind of how I've been managing it. So that is my week in a nutshell mental health check um i have a question like what's your reason for binge watching the shows like do you watch binge watch like lovey-dovey shows or um it's just an escape really from like reality you know i'm thinking like i work this job that i'm really not just like in love with you know and like i was telling my boyfriend i was just like the main source or the main reason why i like I'm going through what I'm going through is because I work a job that I'm not happy with. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not working. I'm not in my passion. You know what I'm saying? That's so, so like, crazy how we're so much alike in that way. Like, man, when I tell you, like, <laughs> career really, really does like fuck with my mental health. And, and like, it's crazy because my boyfriend's not like that. He's just like, I mean, I just work a job. Like, you know, I would be more depressed just not having a job. You know, yeah. that's his whole point of view. But me, I'm just like, I can't just do anything for the money. Like, I can, but like. It's going to play with my mental health. Like, it's going to make it go up and down. So, because of that, you know, your girl had a little slip. But, I mean, it's going to happen, like, one out of the five days. <laughs> I can't even lie. Like, it's going to happen one out of the five days, Monday through Friday, the days that I work. And, like I said, it shouldn't be this hard on me, but it really is hard on me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I'd rather just be a free-spirited, like, following my passion, being as creative as I possibly can. Yes. And, like, I look forward to Sundays, like, every fucking week because that's the day we record, and so. And get to be, like, super creative. You know, I love that you took a mental health break on Friday. I really, I literally, this week, actually, I was like, you know what? I think that I'm just going to go ahead and take some time off of work because I just came off of mat leave. So I ran all my PTO the fuck up on mat yeah, leave. Yeah, so yeah. I've been just like trying to stay working or whatever. But now I have about 16 hours. So I'm like, damn, like maybe I could just work 8 to 12 and then take the rest of the day off. And really just like focus on content and stuff for why women and like do stuff that I really, really want to do. Because, man, I'm telling you, like, I don't know, like I literally just relate like it. When you're not happy at a job, like, it's just so hard for me, like, to stay focused. I'm going to be so honest with you. I did not do any work that I was supposed to be doing on Thursday and Friday. Like, I did nothing. And I have, like, deadlines and shit. So, like, I mean, shit, tonight while I'm watching Euphoria, I'm probably going to have to hop online and, like, do some things that I just could not, like, I could not reel it in this week. I really, really couldn't. See, when I was just like, I'm going to take off Friday, I did them the courtesy of letting them know. They denied it at first when I tried to do it myself. So I told my manager, I will either call in or you will approve my um, or you will approve my time off. And he was just like, I guess he did something in with HR and like allowed me to take off. But I was going to take that day off whether <laughs> they liked it or not, because it's just like I need it. Either I'm going to spaz on one of these people and cuss them the fuck out or you're going to let me off. What is eight hours to y'all? Like, For seriously, real. because it's just like I need that time. And like I can't I'm like one of those people in a whole month. I'm taking off like two to three times in that month. I'm not working a whole month straight. I've never been able to work a whole month straight. And I'm one of those people that's like, 
you either want me there every day and not on time, or you want me there on time and not every day. <laughs> like, like, you're not going to get both. You're not going to get both. I'm sorry. So because of that, like, that's just how I deal with work. And that's why, you know, if you guys support us, you're supporting our dreams. And I just thank you. Thank, Thank you. So from, from the bottom, the bottom of, my heart. of my heart. Like, seriously. And, you know, when we make it big time, we able to quit our job. We're going to have a whole celebration. Dead ass. Oh, giveaways out the fucking ass. Like, I'm putting people on, like, for real, for real. No, seriously. Uh, but to get into the topic today, you know, you know. Just a little catcher upper. Um, We're going to get into astrology and why, like, you went into astrology. So why, why did you go into astrology? Like, what was your reasoning for, like, um, being interested in it, I guess? I've always been, like, a mood ring, mood necklace-ass biatch, so, like, I feel like that's where it started. When did I very first get into Zodiac stuff? I honestly don't even remember when I very first got into it, but it was long, long ago, and all I knew was, like, oh, I'm a Taurus, which was the bull. So, like, I that's more so all I really knew. And, like, I like to eat, and I'm really, really stubborn, like the generic stuff, you know? yeah. yeah. And then um, just as I got older, I start going, like, deeper into it just through, honestly, just through social media and watching videos and stuff like that. And people are like, yes, you're a Taurus, but what is, like, your moon, your your rising, your Mercury, and then Mercury's in retrograde. And obviously I hear these terms and I go and look it up. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then someone through a video broke it down and they were just like, Zodiac for dummies. Exactly where the planets were positioned the second you got here on this earth, all that plays a role into who you are. And, like, if the moon controls the ocean, which is 75% water, we are 75%, which is, I mean, sorry, the ocean, which is completely water, duh. But, um, like, us, we're 75% water. Like, how can the moon and the planets and, and outer space and the solar system not play a part in who we are, how we are, our characteristics and stuff like that? So I looked deeper into it. I went to cafeastrology.com. I mean, this is no ad, but this is just the website that I go to. So I went to Cafe Astrology and I pulled up my birth chart and um, I just read the entire chart one day because, I mean, who doesn't like to read about themselves? So yeah, I just read my entire chart and I was like, oh my gosh. And then like, I really, really just started like, not to say applying it, but just because I became aware, like it just made me just realize more stuff, I guess. So whenever the next retrograde came through, I'm like, ooh, how is this retrograde, Mercury retrograde in Aries going to affect me whose Mercury is in Aries? And then you go read up on that, and then I'm like, ooh, see, that's why I was feeling this way. Ooh. <laughs> and, like, stuff, I don't know, like, it really, really just started to just make sense, honestly. So I became interested because I saw a lot of accuracy in it. Um, Basically, I started off with, like, the mood rings, mood necklaces type yeah. shit i was definitely that girl and i remember Whoa. like watching like being obsessed with like um there it's called like occult type stuff but it's like stuff that's just basically not popular or norm like like my favorite show was like um charmed sabrina the teenage witch Ugh. like i like charmed sabrina the, the teenage witch um these are just stuff that i watched when i was a child that yeah. like I didn't really know what the fuck they was talking about, but I was like, ooh, I likes this. And, like, I like 
things like that. And then, like, Twilight, of course. Like, oh, yeah. Twilight fucking fanatic. Like, you know what <laughs> I'm saying? Like, the more, like, mystical it got, like, the more I was, like, into it. And that was definitely me. I was that girl. And, and, like, I knew I was a Libra. But, like, for me, it was opposite. I knew I was a Libra, but I feel like I didn't identify with the Libra characteristics. Because, like, it was like, oh, Libra's so indecisive. Libra's so um, sociable. Libra's so loving. And maybe I grew up in a household, me, my mama, and my sister are all Libras. I was just like, where at? Where? My sister was probably out of all three of us, she's the one that fits the most uh, characteristic. But me and my mom are not. And I found out later it's because we have, we're both Scorpio rising. We have a lot of Scorpio in our chart. Mm-hmm. So for me, like, making decisions is not that hard. Like, once I make the decision, I'm set on it. You cannot change my mind. Yeah. Um, if I'm indecisive, it's about the dumbest shit, like what I'm going to wear, what I'm going to eat, like shit, little bitty shit that's not going to matter in 10 minutes. But to make, like, big life decisions, I was like, I'm more, like, you know, set firm on that and versus my sister who's still, like, a little bit more, like, oh, I don't really get it. Um, and we don't know my sister's birth time because we live, my mom don't want to know her birth. Hey, birth chart. I mean, her birth certificate is. Oh my Lord. But we we kind of looked it up based on the information we had. My sister has like a lot more uh, Libra placements, so that could very well be why she identifies with the Libra characteristic that you just Google. But like at first, I was like, I don't identify with this. Like I'm I, I'm not as sociable as people think, and um I, I just wasn't as loving and indecisive and just like ah, you know like the ditzy Libra. Like <laughs> no, I was gonna see through y'all bullshit. So that was me. So that was me. And I think as I got older, I became more sociable and stuff like that. But I think that's just with age. But I never identified with it. And then when I found my birth chart information, and I was just like, oh, I'm a Libra sun, Scorpio moon, Scorpio rising. I have Scorpio Mars. I have Scorpio Pluto all in my first house. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't act like these Libra bitches. <laughs> <laughs> like, once you start getting into your birth chart, you really do understand, like, I always say this, when you look at zodiac signs, look at them as energy versus like really characteristics. Um, So when I see energy like uh, Scorpio energy or Earth energy or or like any of these different zodiac signs, I read them as energy rather than like, oh, that's who you are. Because what ends up happening as you evolve and as you grow, that energy gets weaker. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. you probably don't become as... um, stubborn and a foodie and all of these things you evolve out of those energies and that is a whole other topic we can get so into it because then that's when sidereal comes in and all types of stuff but i am like an astrology geek for slut for astrology and i've done like so much research and like i haven't done everything i don't claim to know everything but like i've done a lot of research Mm -hmm. to where like me looking at zodiac signs i don't really judge someone off a zodiac sign and be like oh my goodness you're a horrible person because you're a leo Mm -hmm. it's just like no i kind of can tell like your energy and be like okay you're probably like you know you like Mm -hmm. i get it but yeah um i see that i do want to kind of break down because we'll get into my birth chart today um, but just like Zodiac for Dummies, later on, I want to break down what each planet means. Because it was very important whenever I learned that. Because whenever, 
originally people would be like, Mercury's in retrograde. I'm like, okay, what the fuck does that mean? But Mercury is the way that you communicate in which my Mercury is in Aries, so that plays into the way, the energy, I guess, in the way that I communicate. Um, but yeah, we'll break that down later, but I'm pretty sure there's people, I, I'm trying to think for the point of view of like skeptics, like that shit is not real, that shit is not true, and or like they'll be like, oh, I'm a Scorpio, but people say I'm this way, but I don't even be acting like that. Like, I'm not even that kind of way, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's why we're talking about the birth chart, because you might be a Scorpio son, but the way you move, the way you love, the way, like, all it's it's all broken down into different planets, different zodiacs. I I always tell people like this, astrology is not a belief system. That's mm-hmm. where people fuck up. People think astrology is like a religion, and it's not. Astrology happens to us whether we believe in it or not. Before I even knew I was a Scorpio moon, things were happening to me, especially in my childhood, that are like typical things that happen to us to Scorpio moons. You know what I'm saying? So when you think about, I don't believe in astrology. It's like you don't have to believe in it for it to happen to you. That's mm-hmm. the crazy part. Like, you know what I'm saying? So when I put people on the astrology, they're like, oh, shit, this was, this did happen. This did happen. How does it know this about me? Like, cafe astrology, how does it know this about mm-hmm. me? Like, I ain't never heard of cafe astrology in my life. Like, mm-hmm. because it's more so, like, when you're thinking about astrology and the positions and planets, you understand that it's just trends that happen based off these positions that the planets and the moon and stuff like that is in and that's how you form astrology so it's like people like to say like who don't believe in it it's just like you don't have to believe in it for it to happen because mm-hmm. it will i'm pretty sure i can look at your birth chart and be like hey this is this, this happened when you were a child this probably is happening right now and this is happening right now and you're like oh shit it is how do you know that and i don't even know what the fuck like where you come from or anything about you you know mm-hmm. just based off astrology so that's what i always say and it's it's really just more so trends and energy that's what happens. So, yeah. like, that's why in Mercury retrograde, when Mercury goes retrograde, most people have car problems. Um, you have car accidents, um, things like that related to the car, a lot more frustrations and communications, mm-hmm. arguments. You may feel more tense. And when you understand astrology and you want to, um, like, you know, look into it and learn from it, you learn how to work with that energy. Like, okay, it's Mercury retrograde. I'm probably spazzing out on my boyfriend or my girlfriend because I'm just frustrated, and that's because the planets are aligned like that. So tension is there. It doesn't mean that I don't need to be with this person ever, you know. Yeah. It allows you to have more patience and stuff like that when you know about the energy yeah. and you use it to work with it. Right. So. Yeah, it definitely helps for sure, for sure. Um, Another thing for Mercury retrograde is, like, the – uh like Wi-Fi, network issues, computer issues, stuff like that. Um, I like to use astrology to, um, how do I say this without sounding weird? My brain says reactivate my life, not reactivate, but like, like okay, Mercury retrograde, for example. If I know that Mercury is in micro braids, <laughs> then like I know that the way that I come off to people might not be in the best way. So me knowing that my Mercury retrograde is here, is going on, mm-hmm. that makes me more willing or just subconsciously, like I know, to really just break down my words and like make sure that people understand. Like in that time, like nine times out of ten, I'll be like, hey, so just to make sure, like I'm, I meant to say like X, Y, Z. You get that? Mm-hmm. And, like, I really, really want to make sure that people understand what I'm saying because, like, stuff can really, really, really just, like, totally get misconstrued, especially, like, Venus retrograde as well. We just had a Mercury and Venus in retrograde at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. And so um, 
I like how you brought that up because like what retrogrades do are meant to slow you down in every area of your life. And the main reason why we have so many issues either with our computer or our cars or issues come arise is because most of us are rushing. Mm -hmm. Like America especially, we operate in this um, live to work type of energy that makes us more fast paced in everything that we do. Like, even to get to the store or get to our work or get to wherever, we're always in a rush. That's why retrograde is going to be like, okay, I'm going to have these car issues. I'm going to have this accident. I'm going to have this whatever because you're meant to slow down and not be in a rush. But ultimately, we're just in this uh, fast-paced environment, you know. So that's that's another reason why people experience a lot more issues in retrograde. Not to say that retrograde is like this doomsday period. Oh, my gosh, stress about it freak out about it it's more so like you know that during this period in time of the month you're gonna need to slow down meaning leave for work early leave for your appointments early like don't be so much in a rush to do x y and z if you can um so for my science whores because we're talking we're throwing the word retrograde out there a lot for my science people because i'm one of those people um what retrograde means is that all the planets at some time will appear to retrograde which means move backwards so whenever they say that mercury is in retrograde um that's the planet if i'm not mistaken i watched a video this one time and it said that that's the planet at the time like venus mercury earth mars jupiter saturn uranus that's the planet that is tilted closest to the sun and starts to move backwards and that's what puts us in retrograde with said planet. So whenever that happens, obviously, science stuff, it, like, affects us and just the way that things go here on Earth as well. Yep. So, yeah. So that is that. That's the... the it's like a little, like, disclaimer or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... little knowledge background. So basically, we're just going to go through every zodiac sign, give our opinions. This is not... This is opinions. Not facts. Opinions. Not facts. Like, it's just how I have experienced the zodiac sign, and particularly not in any said planet or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And nine times out of ten, if you look at your birth chart, you probably have almost every planet in your birth chart. So you're a part of that said energy. Mm -hmm. So. Okay, let's kick it off, girl. Period. Don't get mad at me either. Because <laughs> I'm just being honest. Okay, so first of all, like, let's just start off, like, at the beginning. Capricorn. Capricorn is from December 20-something to January something. Let's look it up. I don't know. Is it December 20th? I know. I or know. 21st? I think it's December 21st or 22nd. says, Capricorn months are from de December 22nd to January 19th. Okay, so I have an idea for us. We'll give our points of views on the December and the January, the January and the February, the February and the March, like the two months, because I think that those people vary. So let's they start are. out with the December Capricorn. Okay. To me, December Capricorns, um, they're messy. They give me like kind of messy energy a little bit, like. Like, I feel like Capricorn. Like, like reality TV show messy or like yeah. messy like, oh, I'm just not organized. No, messy like there's like some drama brewed up with it. Okay, okay, okay. So December. Um, yeah, December Capricorn. And um, I because the sign of Capricorn to me is like a very business, well put together person. I mean, their um, symbol is a goat, which is always trying to get to the top of the mountain. Um, 
they are like that go-getter kind of people. And I do think that December Capricorns possess that energy for sure. Um, they just kind of have a lot of drama, I feel, sometimes. Like that gets brewed up. Like they're not, they're more emotional. Like they'll cry the drop of a dime. Like they're the more sensitive of the sign. And I feel like, well, what's your take on the December? I was going to go into January, but. I know somebody who's a January Capricorn. Love this person to death, but they always got some shit going on in their life too. Like always, it's like they thrive. Like, I, like you know that person you have to mentally prepare yourself to go be with because you're like, I know it's gonna be some shit. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I, I I know it's gonna be some shit, and they're a January Capricorn. Really? I think that like for them to, cause they're like the type the Capricorns in general to me come off as this type like I need to take care of everybody. Mm-hmm. regardless of, like, they don't know how to, like, release the responsibility yeah. of just letting that person be them and be the grown individual that they are. Mm-hmm. Most of them take on the father or motherly role, like, easily to, like, their friends, to their whoever they're dating. Like, mm-hmm. that's just them. They don't know how to. So when you say that they're dramatic, I think it's just more so because your problems become my problems and I have to take care of them for you. Even if you didn't ask me to, but you're a part of my life, so I need to I need to take care of your problems. That's how I see them. Mm. And that's to both signs. Because like I said, that one person I know, always got some shit going on. Uh, I feel that way about the December Capricorns. To me, the January Capricorns are the ones that, like, um, they more so have their shit together. Don't get me wrong. Like, if there is some type of drama stirred up or something like that, I feel like the January Capricorn is going to, like, try to squash that shit ASAP Rocky and then just keep proceeding with their life. Cap- yeah. Capricorn is one of my favorite, like, zodiac signs. Outside of your own? Outside of my own, yeah. I was going to ask you that later. Like, what's your favorite uh, zodiac sign outside yourself? Capricorn and Cancer. Okay. So, so... That's my take on Capricorns too. Like they, they're like for me. I feel like they need to take on every responsibility in order to thrive, because that makes them feel accomplished. That makes them feel better about themselves when they're taking care of pretty much too much than than they can typically handle. Um, they don't want to ask for help, and um, like I said, the Capricorns that I specifically know usually take on more than they can bear, and yeah. that's just how they thrive. That's how they feel important. That's how they feel like need. You know what I'm saying? You have to make a Capricorn feel needed. No, that's very true. You do. Uh, or they're just going to be like, bye, you don't need me. I need to go somewhere where I'm needed. You know what I love about Capricorns, though? I love that a Capricorn, if you ask them to do something, they're going to do it right. Mm-hmm. They're going to do it the absolute rightest way of the rightest, mm-hmm. rightest way. And I love that about them. That's something that I wish that I had. Like, even if a Capricorn is not passionate about something, like, cleaning a basement or something like a Capricorn is probably going to be like, uh, fuck, like, uh, all right. And then they reel it in and they will like do a task so fucking right. That is just perfect. Capricorns are probably going to be your best employees. Oh yes. Your best manager, whatever. They're working overtime. They're showing up on time, 15 minutes early at that. Like they're going to do shit so fucking right. Agree. Any more, anything else about Capricorns? Um, um, the way that they love, I think that the way that Capricorns love is beautiful. Like to me, the reason why Capricorns are like my favorite is just because 
every don't get me wrong every all signs everyone has their cons but them being my favorite I just feel like they just because they do everything right it's like even down to like the way that they love like they will just go above and beyond a million percent for the people that they love which maybe does go into that like they're trying to do everything but I don't know I can't explain it like they will literally do everything like they're tremendous lovers I'm gonna say this as a con to that yeah Capricorns do give a lot but they're hoping to get that in return without ever asking for it they want like because you like basically basically your love language and how you love is basically how you want to be loved. Mm-hmm. So that is why I think with Capricorns, they give a lot. They they pay attention to what you want so they can provide it and give it to you. But really, that's what they want you to do in return. So you're dating a Capricorn. You're fucking a Capricorn. You want to be married to a Capricorn, whatever. Um, work as hard as they do. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, they they want you to match their work ethic. You know, to feel love. They may not ever say it. They may not ever mention it. They may not ever bring it up. But if you're dating a Capricorn, try to match their energy. Try to give them the same type of love that they give you, because that's typically how they want to be loved. Yeah, I'm married to a Capricorn. There you go. And it's beautiful. There you go. And I'm not just saying that because like it's him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's beautiful, but that's very true. You do have to match their energy hardcore, right? Like they're they they usually they're gonna expect their they're gonna expect their partner to work as hard as them or have like dreams or something like goals or something like they do. They're, yeah, you gotta. Yeah, okay. So next, Aquarius. Aquarius is some. It's like January twentieth to like some some some. Um, um, January to February, January. It's something. like January twentieth to February eighteenth. So their season is almost up. Yeah, February eighteenth. Yep. Okay, that's in five days. So we're in Aquarius season right now. Um, my take on Aquarius people, the January ones. I don't really know many January Aquariuses. Um. Yeah, the only one I know is like my younger sister in law, but she's still a kid. You know. So, like, I can't really gauge much off of that. But Aquarius people as a whole, I know more so February Aquariuses, two cousins, and then two friends, um, and three friends, actually. I don't know. I feel like they're just really, really cool people. But there is this, like, energy of Aquarius people that is just, like, super fucking weird. Aquarius people, I don't know why to me, but they're just super fucking weird. It's like this mysterious weird energy but whenever you talk to them and I talk to them they're very like cool outgoing bubbly I understand everything that they're saying but at some point in Aquarius will go into the deep end of like rambling about something almost to me like the same as a Pisces but we'll get into Pisces later but Aquarius people are really really cool to me like I don't know but like I said there's just like this mysterious like weird energy that they give off sometimes isolation maybe I don't know for the record, I have interacted with almost every zodiac sign. I have dated zo- every zodiac sign, but, but maybe not in every month. But I've dated at least one um, zodiac sign male. Did you date an Aquarius male? Mm-hmm. Like a, a lot. <laughs> um, the whole they're weird and mysterious. That is very true. They want to be so different. Like Aquarius people, they know a lot of shit. 
um, a lot of shit. They're very smart into uh, intellectual people. They read a lot more than likely. Um, they soak in a lot of information. They just don't feel the need to share it. They're kind of like gatekeepers of the things that they know. Um, I have some really close friends. My favorite cousin is Aquarius. Um, she just had a birthday. But, like, when I say they're very smart, intellectual people, and they are more on the mysterious side, but they remind me a lot of Scorpios of just, like, they're not going to tell you anything that you don't need to know. Like, who they're dating, who they're fucking. Like, you're, you don't need to know that because that's so private to them. It's like, why would I need to tell you that? Like, why would I need to tell you what I'm doing and who I'm fucking and all of this stuff? Especially if you're not in their inner circle, if you're not going to, like, if you don't interact with them on a daily basis, they don't feel the need to overshare. But they know a lot. They know a lot about everything. A lot of them are probably into conspiracies and just kind of more of the occult type stuff that's more like out of the norm. Hmm. Um, things that are just not really spoken about. They do a lot of research in that in that aspect. But I love Aquariuses because I'm a little weird myself. So I, a weirdo understands another weirdo. And that's why I fuck with Aquariuses. In in my opinion, they are they are they are standoffish. You you're not gonna get much out of them until you do talk to them. Yeah, that's true. I do think that uh, Aquarius will make you work for it. Um, yeah, through my friend, uh, one of my homeboys is an Aquarius, and his wife before it was his wife. Um, whenever I met her, she was really really cool. Like she gave me a very cool easy vibe. And then I found out that she was an Aquarius because I'm like that person that's like, when's your birthday? Yeah. Um, so I found out that she was an Aquarius. And I don't know, like, Aquarius people to me, as a Taurus, I don't know. Like, we can just open up to each other and really just have, like, some deep talks. And me going deep is, like, always childhood and, like, psychological stuff. But even with an Aquarius, like, we can just be talking about, like, aliens or just, like, the government or something like that. And it's just like, we're just going to go deep into some intellectual shit. And I really enjoy that about Aquarius people. Like you're going to get a good talk out of them. Like mm -hmm. as long as they're comfortable or like, and they can see that they can be open with you, you'll have some good fucking conversations with them. Yep. They usually are very dismissive to um, like surface level people. That's another thing. So if you ever had an Aquarius be mean to you, it's probably because they saw you as somebody who's dumb, who couldn't take uh, intellectual conversation. Not saying that's how you are, Dang. but, like, the Aquariuses I know and dated, like, if you're not open to, like, those deep, deep conversations, they're going to keep it real short, mm -hmm. straight to the punch, like, uh-uh. And keep it moving. Like those are the type of Aquariuses I know. And if they, if you're an Aquarius and you don't act like this, like I said, you might want to check out your birth chart to see what other planets you may have in that. But like I said, one thing I know, two things for sure: an Aquarius is not gonna tell you who they fucking. <laughs> really? Yeah, they're not. Like the people, like the people I know, I know who they're dating because I'm close to them. Oh. But they're not the type. Like you're gonna see their. You're not going to, they're not going to overshare their partner and who they're dating and fucking. Like, I used to talk to this one guy. He didn't even know this man had a baby on the way. He was an Aquarius. But he loves the fuck out of his baby. Who the baby mama? Who the baby mama? <laughs> I don't know. I just seen his girlfriend that he's mm. now dating or was kind of recently dating. But I saw his girlfriend before I saw his baby mama. Mm. I don't know who that baby mama is. And I'm pretty sure I could find out if I was to talk to him more, but I don't know. I'm, I don't actually care that much. Yeah. So that is the one thing I know. They don't. That's funny. They don't talk like about who they're dating. That is funny. 
Next, uh, Pisces. So that would have to be February 18th or February 19th because Aquarius was the end. So February to March. We'll give you the dates here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's February 19th to March 20th. Oh, okay, so Pisces people, first off, my mama be listening to this. My mama's a Pisces. Oh, shout out to yeah, mama. Shout out to her. But listen, let me tell you, Pisces people are fucking crazy. Yeah. The yeah, March yeah. Pisces. March Pisces people are fucking crazy. Let me tell you what I love about Pisces people. My favorite has to be the February Pisces, not just because... My mom is a February Pisces, but because the February Pisces is that I have met, I get such a fucking comfortable vibe with Pisces people. Like a Pisces person, I feel, could just be like sitting, just being, and I will just want to just tell them my entire life story front to back just because like they just, they're just so comfortable people. Um, what I love about the Febu- February Pisces is they're so goddamn funny. Like, just the in, the energy that they give off in them being funny is, like, not them, like, trying to even, like, be funny. They're just, they will say anything that comes to their mind. There's no filter with a Pisces person. And I love that. It is hilarious to me. Um, Maybe, okay, let me go backwards. So, for Capric- Capricorn, their Zodiac best friend is a Pisces. For Aquarius, their Zodiac best friend is a Scorpio, right? So... Um, it's funny because the way that like just the Zodiac shit lines up, my grandma is a Capricorn and my mom is a Pisces and even Jose, Jose is my husband, just a disclaimer. Um, whenever I say Jose, that's my husband. So Jose is a Capricorn and his best friend is a Pisces. And I just think that that's funny how like you're going to find, you're going to reel in your person, right? Um, I just love how Pisces are so real so raw with their shit and capricorns are typically you know they're trying to be like all well put together and too just bougie for that shit i feel like the reason why pisces people are like the zodiac bestie of capricorn people is because like they don't give a fuck they gonna air all that shit out if somebody if you walk in the room and you musty i guarantee you the pisces person is gonna be the one that's just like damn so fuck the elder huh what what's going on like i just love pisces people for that march pisces people are crazy, and I mean crazy in like a reckless when they're angry kind of way. Because mm-hmm. the March Pisces people that I know, oh baby, don't piss them off because they're going there with what they say, okay? And I'm not saying that a February Pisces doesn't do it, I'm just saying that the March Pisces, they got more oomph to that. I love Pisces because when they're not easily influenced, they can be some of the most... Um, intuitive like psychic people they can probably predict some shit before anybody else that's one quality about pisces that no one ever knows because of their i don't give a fuck i'm gonna tell you how it is like Mm -hmm. overreactive personality sometimes that would be like one of the things i would say i don't necessarily like about pisces is their overreaction but like most of the time they're very smart intuitive people they're just not usually around others safe spaces to let that flow. Mm-hmm. Pis- like, if you look up Zodiac signs, Pisces are one of the most intuitive, like, borderline psychic people. They can predict some shit, but nobody allows them to have that space or mm-hmm. that, you know, that energy to mm-hmm. be that. So that is my take on Pisces. I don't really interact with a lot of Pisces besides I had my, well, let me say this. Let me say this. 
<laughs> the Pisces I do know, they lie a lot. Really? Storytellers. Really? Storytellers. Like, they can fabricate a story off the top of their head. Some of the best, like, like, storytellers, the people I know, they lie a lot. Mm. And those are the Pisces that I know. I'm not going to say who they are because they're family members. But they lie, they lie a lot. They lie a lot. That's just one thing I can say. They're big storytellers, and they can tell you anything. They can probably sell water to a well by their storytellers. Okay, but that is just my take on the Pisces and my experience with the Pisces zodiac sign. Next is Aries. I already had it pulled up. Aries is March 21st to April 19th. What do you have to say on Aries? Uh, I, I, I've i interacted with every Zodiac the same way that you say. And I like Aries people, but there's something in me that it depends on the person. Like, I don't know. There's something about Aries people that, like, we don't, we're like a gear that can't necessarily just get, just just work together. I don't know why. And that's, again, me as a Taurus. Um, what I will say about Aries people. I know Aries and a Taurus that's married. Really? Um, well, my dad's an Aries. I'm a Taurus. My dad's really cool. Great person. Um, Friends-wise, Aries people, just people that I've come in contact Aries-wise. Like, we're cool. Like, we'll chit-chat on some, like, associate level kind of stuff. But, like, I don't know. Um, what I will say about Aries people, the energy that I get from them is they don't really take accountability for things, Mm -hmm. for things that they say. Mm -hmm. Um, also they brag a lot, but what I will give to Aries people is that you will always have to congratulate an Aries person, which is maybe why they brag so much. But like the bragging, I feel sometimes like I get being proud of yourself, but sometimes like I think that Aries people can like take it too far. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I don't, I don't really know too many Aries people, but the people I know like super duper cool. There's one Aries person supporter, love her. I have like no nothing with her. Whenever we were younger, um, we did not like mesh at all whatsoever. But now that we're older, like super duper cool people. Um, but I think she's probably like the only one that like we can just cool aside from my dad, of course, cause that's my family, but I don't know. I think <laughs> Aries is um, childlike. We think about like more like a little boy out of anything, like little boy, um, whether they're girl or boy. But Aries is very childlike um, in in nature. I feel like <laughs> I definitely get what you mean where they don't take accountability. I used to I I want to say some shit, but I'm not going to get myself in trouble. Okay, so. Um, I definitely feel like where you're coming from, Aries are very um, <laughs> childlike. They don't take accountability, and um, they are brag, like very brag, boastful mm-hmm. type people. Um, on the good side of Aries, when Aries is more mature, Aries acts um, can accomplish anything that they want to accomplish. They, um, the Aries men that I've dated are very low key. They get money. They do brag and pop their shit, but a lot of them, I guess as they mature and get older, they're, like, very more quiet. Like, if you, I'm just say this, if you're a woman and you're looking for somebody with some money, get you an Aries, 
They're low key. They're gonna be like the most low key of the signs, and mm-hmm. um, they're gonna get money. That that's my good thing. I'm gonna say about Aries. They get them some money, and uh, yeah, I think if I'm gonna be honest, the reason probably why you don't mesh well with Aries is because. Taurus, to me, and we'll talk about this later because I think next. they're next, right? <laughs> Might as well go ahead and bring it up. Taurus is like, you guys are not as uh, playful. Every Taurus. Uh, I don't agree. Well, okay. I'll, I'll let you speak. It It is a fake playful. You meet a Taurus, they're usually very serious. I met you very serious. Really? You are not like inviting or welcoming really you were not um like you were very standoffish to me and it wasn't like an inviting energy that is insane to me that is insane to me honorary mentioned my sister kiana um like i didn't grow up with her our relationship is like uh, very distant but that's my sister i love her um she has the same energy she has the same energy. It's like when you when you first meet her, she is not going to be like, hey, girl, give me a hug. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you are like that when you get to know someone. That first energy, first meeting you, first interacting with you is very distant, cold, and cut and dry. If you meet and if you're talking to an Aries and Aries is more playful, you're like, they're why are they being childish? Like, I don't I don't get why they playing around like. Why, why are you so giggly for? What you, what you so boastful for? Like, what what is that for? Like, mm. you're. I feel like you're more like Taurus energy is more like a bull. Like, um, I don't understand why you're so happy and giggly. Like, what what's the reason? Okay, that's actually kind of funny because that was actually the energy that I had towards um my Aries friend. Whenever I met her, <clears throat> we met through other people. But, like, I, we did not, like, we would always have some type of, like, hash out. But she would be, like, joking, playing and stuff like that. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> to me, like I said, Taurus energy, when you first meet them, is not very, um, it's not very inviting or welcoming. Like, every Taurus that I've ever met, I had a, a college roommate who was a Taurus, and, like, I really felt like her outward personality to people she didn't know is just very, like, who the fuck are you and why are you so giggly and happy and in my face? Okay, so we're creeping on to Taurus, which is, what, April 20th? Girl, you you should know these days. Yeah, Taurus is April 20th to May 21st or May 19th. It is. It's April 20th to May 20th. All right, so... Since we're already on the topic of Taurus people, let me tell you, me as a Taurus, I love Taurus people, and I can always scope them out, always. But I will say, I it's hard to say that I don't like the May Taurus because I also know a lot of cool-ass May Taurus people, but my least favorite is the May Taurus because they are the one with the very, very strong Taurus um, characteristics, and those being very stubborn people. Um, I don't know. Me and the May Taurus, like, we're really, really cool, of course, just because I just fucks with Taurus people because I love Taurus, just because I am a Taurus. But, like, May Taurus, man, I don't know. If you ever had a bad hash out with the Taurus or something, honestly, I feel like I can almost guarantee that it was a May Taurus because April Tauruses are a lot more, um, we're a lot more chill. We're the more, like, funny, goofy, lighthearted of the sign. And then I feel like the May Taurus is more of, like, the hard-headed, sturdy, 
like hot tempered, real upset. I mean, Chris Brown is a May Taurus. So, you know, just, you know, that like personality. But I will say that we are very creative, very like um, um, just intellectually inclined people. We are very, very like passionate and creative. And we will just sit up and think about a whole bunch of different shit. What's your take? Yes, all of that is very true. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really have anything bad to say about Taurus. Like, like I said, the first now fuck it, air it out. No, I really don't. The <laughs> first, the first interaction is not going to be inviting. It's not going to be inviting. It's it's very cold, very cold stuff. Like tough energy when you first meet a Taurus, and like to be honest, that's why I don't have a lot of Taurus friends because it just seems like very uh very tough. It's not inviting. It doesn't make me feel welcoming. It doesn't make me feel like you could be my homegirl. So after Taurus is Gemini, we'll get into them in a second. But I feel like that's maybe why you as a Libra, your Zodiac bestie is a Gemini because they are like super there. But anyways, um, for Taurus people, I don't know. I don't know, Rachel. I don't know because like the very, I guess – Maybe you're making a point because the people that I'm very close to are the people that initially upon like meeting them, we both just like clicked and like just got in. We can just like really, really like talk and shit like that. I truly the very first time we met, I was going on to Rachel's old podcast, Ray Rants. I thought that I was open, cool, inviting and stuff. And I'm literally learning right now that I wasn't. So this is news to me. So I'm honestly just shook because I thought that like. I was cool. We was cool. Like, it was really fun. Like, to me, I was just like, oh, cool. Like, I get to go on this podcast. Like, I don't really know her, but she seems cool. Like, yeah. So I thought I was coming up in here like, hey, hi, mm-hmm. type energy. Mm-hmm. But I guess I'm hearing that it wasn't that. I just want to enter a clip from that podcast where you're, like, over here. Mm-hmm. And like, really? That was me. <laughs> I wish watch on YouTube. I wish yeah. I could see how she's imitating but me. But like, no, like you were more like standoff. Like the the Bria that I got now, baby, <laughs> how did I get <laughs> when I first when I first met her? Like, you know, and like, but see, I'm the type of person where I take people for who they are. I don't try see I think that's the biggest problem with female friends in general. It's like mm-hmm. you try to take a friend, you meet someone, and you want them to be like you. And that's where you fuck up at. That's why I think I have friends that are kind of all built the same, like different. I mean, they're all different in their mm-hmm. own way. And I and I take them for who they are, and I don't try to change them to be like me or anything like that. You are who you are, and I'll get to know you and like you for who you are instead of trying to change you and be like, you should be more outgoing and be more friendly. And, you know, like, mm-hmm. no, like, you know what I'm saying? That's why I didn't think it was a problem or anything like that. I knew that you were you were hella creative and that you would be a good uh co-host and partner, but like I knew I knew that. I was like she she's going to be great. So it's like I'm going to overlook you not being as welcoming or inviting to me cuz I'm just like it's probably not her personality. And like most tourists that I meet, there's not their personality. I used to have a college roommate. She was a tourist and <laughs> made tourists at that. Ooh. And uh she was very uh like the same way. But like I got to know her and she just was like one of my great friends at one point. So it's just like that's just me. I don't I don't look at people and be like they should be more like me. And no, you're like you. You know what? I'm gonna tell you something. 
I'm going to tell you why Taurus people are like that. And this is for everybody. You know why we like that now that I'm thinking about it? It's and, trust. And, and, and another thing. <laughs> Let me just say this. <laughs> when it comes to Taurus people, we don't fucking trust nobody. So I think that maybe going into a situation that you have no idea about, I know that I'm this way. And honestly, it's not intentional. It's just because yeah. I'm literally just sitting here like thinking like, why the fuck am I like that? Because I've, ne- I've really never heard this before. I'm so mm-hmm. serious. But I'm, I'm sure a lot of people can't well, probably be like yeah Bria she wasn't a fucking lying bitch you was not like that so I will say maybe towards people are like that because like we just don't fucking trust anyone at all so like I gotta sit back and observe and like scope you out first and just get a real feel for you and then I can see if I can give you my because sometimes people are like fucking fake and so mm-hmm. it's just like I don't really know if I'm getting the real you so I'm just gonna chill back and just be chill on my shit you know well that's what I'm saying like when I said, like, that's probably why you don't get along with Aries people. They're very play-like. And it's like, I don't know you like that. Don't play with me. It's like, if you're very playful and, like, you know what I'm saying? Don't play with Taurus. Like, don't. They're not going to be giggly and, and goofy with you. Hell no, because I don't know you like that. That's actually one of my pet peeves. <laughs> like, if I don't fucking know you at all from nobody's nowhere and you sit up here, like, joking, laughing, like, you say something like, I don't even know. Something real small, like, oh, shit, ha, you got something in your teeth. Like, what the fuck? Get that shit out your teeth, all dirty ass. Like, ooh. <laughs> I will go the fuck in. I damn near might fucking bite your ass. Because, bitch, you don't fucking know me like that to be fucking joking with me on some shit. So, fuck out of here. So, yeah, maybe you're right. <laughs> <sighs> yes. But, like I said, that's how I'm able to, like, have friends of probably all Zodiac songs. So, I'll be like, I meet them, and I'm like, that's just who you are. Yeah. Next is Gemini. Gemini. From May 21st to June 21st. I actually have a lot to say about Gemini. Don't hate me. Because she's a Gemini rising. But don't hate me. Oh, well, I'm a Gemini rising, so I feel like things are a little bit different. But also, you know what's funny? Gemini was the sign that, like, I I would I would make a Gemini hate page. Ooh. I hated Gemini <laughs> until I pulled up my birth chart, and I was like, oh, fuck, I'm a Gemini rising. Oh, my God. But, like... <laughs> Gemini's honestly, let me tell you why I couldn't stand them or why, like, I feel like there's like a hate group on Gemini's and Scorpios, really. Mm-hmm. It's the thing about Gemini's is that they could be so goddamn, like, two faced. And I mean, two faced within like one sentence or something. Like, a Gemini could get upset with you or something and be really, really mad and trying to be super duper petty. Gemini's are so fucking petty. They can be super duper petty. And then, like, a little bit later, they're just like, oh, but anyway, it's cool. You want to go out to eat? It's just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what in the world? But I will say, Geminis are a breath of fresh air. The Gemini people in my life, um, friends-wise, and my little sister's a Gemini, like, they're really, really a breath of fresh air. Them, to me, are very, like, playful, kid-like. But the thing that's alarming to me, I feel, with Gemini people is they can be very, very fucking fake and straddle the fence. And I feel like... Unless they're matured. If they're a mature Gemini, they know how to just, like, sit and be quiet if, let's say, like, you're venting about something. You're venting about a situation. A Gemini, a mature Gemini will just sit there and just be like, okay, and probably try to, like, change the conversation because they don't really want to play into the drama. An unrevolved Gemini, oh, they want all the smoke. They want all the drama. They want all the tea. If you venting about something, they got something to say, too. If, if they venting about something, they want you to have an input on that shit. And that, I think about Geminis, is just like, shut up just go somewhere but it's like crazy because i'm a fucking gemini rising 
<laughs> That's funny because I used to hate Scorpios. I'm a Scorpio rising. Me too. I have. I make a fucking hate. So page whatever zodiac sign you probably hate. That's you're, probably, you're them. Yeah, yeah, you're them. But uh, my biggest thing with Gemini's, and this is like more so related to Gemini men, right? Gemini men are like drama queens. Are they drama queens? Kanye, prime example. Oh Lord, he is a Gemini. Prime mm. example, Trump. Ooh. Think about every Gemini man. Now, Gemini women, not so much. I don't really get this from them because I have a, a girl that's a, a friend, a little associate. She's a, a Gemini, and we've hung out a few times, and cool as fuck. Party goer, drunk, get turned up. Oh, like, they're fun. Like, make you feel welcomed and invited mm -hmm. and just like, you know what? I feel like you're my best friend. I don't even know you like that. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's the vibe that I get from Gemini women. Gemini men, we clash and we like or at odds right because like with gemini's drama in their relationships means they care about you if a gemini is not arguing with you starting drama with you like beefing with you they probably don't give a fuck about you and i notice that they argue and they beef really heavy with the people that's closest to them because they care i know it's it sounds backwards but that's literally how they operate when you think about almost every male gemini they stir the pot way more than any woman really call them tmz <laughs> call them the shade room like they're they're like drama filled people like the last gemini i dated <sighs> obsessed with himself obsessed always had to pick arguments and fights with me and just more so just Felt like he had to get the one up on me all the fucking time. Mm -hmm. All the fucking time. But he was cool. We had fun. He was, like, one of the guys I had the most fun with. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, took me out. We we went around the whole world and back, like, fucking with him, you know? And that's just, like, that prominent Gemini energy. But, like, like I said, look up every Gemini guy, and they're usually, like, celebrity-wise, and they're probably, like, known for something bad. Really? Kanye. Trump. Just thinking of like Gemini's off the top of my head, Gemini men, celebrities. The main thing I normally hear about Gemini men is that they're fucking whores. That too. They'll cheat on you. But also, I have like lesbian Gemini friends, and um, yeah, they will fucking cheat on you. A Gemini will fucking cheat on you. That's true. That is very. I mean, very anyone true. will cheat, but like Gemini's are like. That that is that is true, but it's just like for me, the biggest thing that I have with Gemini's is just like they like to start shit. They like to yeah. like have a lot of drama in their life and they thrive off that because to them that's like their social identity it's like that that's how they like interact with people is by like usually starting mess or oh, i didn't like you at first but now i like you type energy mm -hmm. like that's gemini you know mm -hmm. it's just like it's messy right i don't really see them as more so two-faced but like if you think they're two-faced is more so because they probably didn't like you at first and then got to know you and then started liking you and that could be, like, the two-faced energy right there. But, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't really see how I'm best friends with Geminis. Like every, and then, like, I know this one guy who's a Gemini, and, like, he he was, like, very messy, you know? And I think, yeah, I don't want to spill a lot of tea, but basically the Gemini that I know, the Gemini men that I know, like, are really messy. Really mm. messy. They, they thrive off that gossip and and like i don't know they need attention so if you walk in and you're 
taking the Gemini attention away, they're probably going to start some shit with you to compete with that attention. But mm. that's one aspect of Gemini. Do you have anything else to say about Gemini? Um, No, not really. I think I got it all out. Um, you know what I do, though? In my head, I still sing that song from Beyonce. Science, Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces, Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, oh, Leo, Virgo, Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, I love all y'all. So, um, <laughs> we're on to... <laughs> Cancer. Cancer now is June 22nd to July 22nd. <laughs> so that's your favorite zodiac sign. Why? Okay. So they, it's going to sound like I'm talking a lot of shit about them, but I'm just being very real. I really do love cancer people, but I feel like I love cancer people because of their ability to express emotions. And me being a Taurus, if you know a Taurus, we're so fucking nonchalant. Like, what the fuck does a Taurus care about? Like, we act like, oh no, the house is burning. Oh fuck. That's how Tauruses are. So, like, for a, for a cancer. The only and they're time like, I've seen a, a Taurus really react is if they're, like, if it would affect their livelihood. Because stability is so important to you. Yeah. I need my home together. I need my foundation intact before anything else. Well, yeah. Like, that's, I don't know. I just, that's why I feel like cancer people are so, like, cool, like, I have, like, hard eyes for cancer people because it's like, holy shit, like, you can really just express yourself. Them niggas can cry at the drop of a dime, like, and that is just fascinating to me. Um, I just love cancer people because they are, um, what is their, their sister sign is Capricorn, obviously, which is also my, one of my favorites. Cancer is supposed to be the mother, Capricorn is the father in Zodiac. Yeah, so, I don't know, like, for cancer people, I notice in their career, a cancer person in their career like, career-wise, at work, they're very serious. They will fucking do what it do. They they will get the job done right next to Capricorn. They will get the job done right, right? Um, my thing, con-wise, I feel, with cancer people um, is that they are crabby a lot. Like, to me, I feel like it's sometimes rare for a cancer to just be in a good mood and to just, like, not have shit going on, which is funny because with Gemini, they always got some shit going on. I feel like Zodiac-wise, best friend, Cancer, and Gemini, they're always attracted to each other because I feel like they both always have some shit going on. They're mm -hmm. always sad, down, something pissed you off, something aggravated, like something. It's always something, I feel, with the Cancer. And, um, you know, their symbol is a crab. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, like, normally I'm like, oh, I'm so giddy with Cancer people, but, like, I don't know, when I think of them in my head, it's like, a crab they're just like Meh. Mm -hmm. like just something is always wrong with them but I do love them because they can express emotions like they know exactly why they're feeling the way that they're feeling and honestly a cancer will probably scope some shit out like before you can um, cancer is a uh, very um, they're a water sign and they do adapt to people's feelings a lot and I feel like sometimes that plays into why they're sometimes, like, so damn crabby. Like, a cancer could probably be happy. Absorbing and other people's exactly, emotions. Exactly. Absorbing other people's emotions and energy. Like, a cancer can just be happy, and then it's like if they go into a room of someone that's just kind of not in a good mood, all of a sudden, like, boom, they're not in a good mood. And they can pick up on, like, and it's, they can pick up on sometimes why they're not in a good mood, but sometimes it's just like... Shut up. You are fine. Shut the fuck up. It's a happy, sunny, beautiful day, and you eat ice cream. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but it's always something. Yep. 
Uh, my biggest thing is, yes, they are very emotional. They tune into their emotions, but the biggest downfall for a lot of cancers is lack of emotional um, uh, management. Oh, okay. Like, they're overreactive. Yeah. And, like, that would be my biggest problem with cancers. They're overreactive. You need to calm down, breathe, like, process it first before you react. Question. Yes. Do you have any, like, close cancer people? Yes. Okay, I was going to say, because I've noticed um, cancer and Libra people don't fuck with each other. Um, like I said, I'm just more so of a person who can take you as you are and just be like, okay, that's just who you are. Um, but they're not my favorite people to be around. Like, they're just really not. Like, you're overreactive. Like, that's kind of, like, one of my biggest, like, irritate, irritating things. Like, someone could piss them off, and they're going to react first and think later and start cussing and going off and yada, yada, oh, yada. Yeah. And I'm just like, that, to me, is just uh, very uh, ignorant. You know, it's mm-hmm. like the worst thing you could do. Yeah. You're, especially adults. Like, I have a niece. She's, she's a cancer, and she's like that. I expect that from her because she's six. Mm-hmm. You're 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 overgrown. Like yeah. I I can't get with the overreacting of cancers. Mm-hmm. It's like I appreciate you for being emotionally intelligent, understanding, you know. But I need you to process it better. You know what I'm saying? So even with my niece now, I'm always telling her like, okay, someone makes you upset. What's the first thing? Three things I'll tell you to do. She's like, breathe three times and then you know think about why I'm upset and then speak. I'm like, okay, because like. We got to <laughs> process how to react to this instead of just reacting. Yeah. When, when we think about cancers, you think about crybaby cancers, I think about the angry ones, the ones that kick your dough in and tell you sorry later. I don't think cancers are as crybaby, soft-hearted, I'm not going to do anything to you. Like, people, they're the type to, like, punch you first and think about that shit later. Like, oops. I was just mad or sad or whatever I was feeling three hours ago. Now I don't feel that way anymore, and I don't know how to process that. That's true. That's, you know, actually, that is very true. That is really, really funny. I have a friend that's a cancer, and she had gotten really, really upset and, like, kicked the door in. Hilarious shit. Um, but, yeah, that that's actually very true. The cancer people that I know, if you piss them off, like, they're some of the people, like, right on the spot, they're going to tell you exactly where you had them fucked up at. Mm-hmm. And, and that, I don't know, I like just, that. And that is just, to me, like, the worst thing you could do as an adult. Because it gets you into a lot of shit that mm-hmm. you later are going to be like, fuck, I didn't have to react like that. I didn't have to think like they that. They are regretful people, I will say that. Yeah, they end up becoming very regretful later oh, yeah. on. And it's just like you do yourself a disservice when you're like that. Now, when you are evolved cancer, you don't act like this anymore. You mm-hmm. kind of be like, okay, you know, you're more in control, but like I know some I know this guy, he's a cancer man and he's abusive. Mm. So it's just like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm just if you're a cancer, understand this. You got you can't be overreactive. That is gonna be your biggest downfall. My niece, when she got mad at one of her brothers, she was like pretending to stab him with this like kid like <laughs> scissors. <laughs> Damn. See, that shit not funny to me. Cause I told her ass, I told her ass straight up, you going to jail. She started crying. She she was five at the time. I was like, you going to jail. She started crying, like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take your little badass to jail. Like, I like that's just how I think because it's just like you're overreacting. It's not cute. It's gonna get you in a lot more shit by being so overreactive. You gotta calm the fuck down. You know? I'd rather you cry about it first. 
than to get mad and punch something. I don't know. I don't know. That's just my take on cancers. Um, you know, I love cancers. You know, I take people as they are. But if I'm being honest, y'all got to do better with overreacting. Um, next is Leo. I have July 23rd to August 22nd. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Leo people, I will tell you what I love first. What I love about Leo people and just the fashion side of me is that a Leo person, snazzy. They're not repeating an outfit twice if they can stand it. Um, they are the most, like, extravagant. Like, I love Leo women. A Leo woman with a child. Um, example, <laughs> Kylie Jenner. A Leo woman with a child, they are the mini-me outfit epitome. Baby's hair is done. Mama's hair is done. They're going all out, like... They they just go all out, and I love that about Leo people. Um, what else do I like about Leo people? I like that they're quite strong, which is, you know, Leo, the sign for the lion, who's like the king of the jungle type shit. Also, you know, Leo, um, their home is in the sun sign, which is, you know, the planets revolve around the sun. That's why the fuck Leos act like that, y'all. Because the planets do revolve around the sun. They really do be acting like life just is them, point blank, period. Um, so, yeah, those are things I love. Now let's bash them. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, one thing about Leo, like, even though I do love that they're strong, they will never ask for help. The pride of a Leo is, like, insane. The pride of a Leo, they are not asking nobody for nobody's help. I mean, a Leo can really, really, really go through, like, some shit and will not open up their mouth and say nothing to their family at all whatsoever, which is kind of funny. Um, I have a family member that's a Leo. Um, recently, her and a couple of other family members were in the car together. They got into an accident, a car accident. Sent pictures of um, her vehicle fucked up. So first, whenever she's texting, like, we just got into an accident, being rushed to the hospital. Everyone already is like, oh, my gosh, like, are you okay? But we're figuring kind of like if you're texting about it, you're fine, right? Saw this truck, it was fucked off, like, totaled. And then we really was like, oh, my God, are y'all okay? Like, blah, blah, blah. But she's, like, sweeping that shit under a rug, hardcore. No, we good, good and blessed. God is good. God is good, we blessed. God is good. And then, like, you know, throughout the days, we're like, hey, you know, y'all are out the hospital. Are y'all okay? Blah, blah, Good. Blessed and highly favored. And it's just like, but are you sore? How is your body doing? Do y'all have any broken anything, yeah. like any scratches, any cuts? And she's just like, I'm blessed. I'm blessed to be alive. That's it. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. And it's just like, that's that Leo thing. I feel that like, oh, no, baby, you're not going to see me down. You're not going to see me down because I'm good. I'm blessed. I'm always blessed. I'm always good. And I ain't going to ask nobody for shit at all, point blank, period. But it's like, if you don't give a Leo that attention, woof, like they need that shit to live. They need attention. They need the compliments. They need like all that. But I love, I like Leo people, though. I don't have too many that are, like, close, close, close to me. But, like, I like Leo people, and I have no problem. I really feel like a Leo is a more um, prideful, materialistic Taurus. I feel like we relate on a lot of things. Like, I love the glitz, the glam. Like, I don't think that I'm better than people, but I have had people tell me that, like, your energy, you act like you're, you think you're better. And I really don't think that way. But, like, I feel like Leos really possess that. But it's, like, I don't take it as, like, a Leos think that they're better than people. I take it as, like, you a top-notch bitch, okay? And you know what you deserve. Get what you deserve, queen. <laughs> uh, yes, they need a lot of attention. 
from my experience, I dated this one Leo guy, and he just he we dated for two weeks, and he just had to tell me about myself, and I felt like bitch, you don't know me. We just you knew me for two weeks. Like, how you gonna tell me about me? You know what I'm saying? That's how I felt, and I he was so wrong at that. But um, that's just my experience from dating a Leo. I love Leos. Um, I have a Leo friend. She is definitely like that. Like. There's nothing ever wrong with her. Like, she's that friend that she swears, like, nothing's ever wrong with her. I'm like, bitch, what's, what's really going on? Like, mm-hmm. you can tell me. I'm not going to judge you. Just tell me, like, life is not perfect, you know? And, like, she, it took her a while to be like, girl, I'm broke. Like, you know what I'm saying? To, like, really come out to me and be like that. But nine times out of ten, she takes care of herself really, really well. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I just, and, like, she, um, a funny part about this, she's actually handicapped, and she has, like, medical issues and stuff like that. But when I say this girl <laughs> worked two jobs, went to school, like, period, got a whole dating life and everything, like, this girl, you, you wouldn't tell, like, she doesn't let her handicap really handicap her. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I, like I said, she's really that person that's, like, I check in with her, and, like, she's, like, that one of my friends that don't really be having shit going on. Yeah. Like, apparently to what she tells me. I'm mm-hmm. sure she does, but she don't tell me. She's not telling me, mm-hmm. you know, and that's definitely how I can feel like she uh, definitely is as it relates to, like, Leos. But love Leos. I don't really have a problem with it. My, I have a Leo midhaven, so I kind of do have that uh, attitude sometimes that I am, like, better than other people. Um, but it's just more so because I know I am. Shut the fuck up. No, I'm dead ass. Like, when you act, like, if, and then I, it's, like, one of those things where if you try to compare someone to me, I'm, I'm going to find a flaw and be, like, you think that's better than me? Come on. But look at her shoes. Bye. But, but, but honestly. <laughs> but it's more so because it's in my midhaven, it's more so as it relates to work. Okay. So it's, like, work-related only. Yeah. Like, for me. Most of Leo's sons are, like, this bitch not touching me. She not touching me. Period. Like, you see the fit? Come on. You see the fit? Come on. You see the shoes? Um, I do want to say what I have noticed because um, Zodiac best friend of a Leo, Zodiac best friend of a Leo, if I'm not mistaken, the best friend is a Scorpio, but I've noticed in love, Leo and Cancer are drawn together. I see, I know so many Leo Cancer um, relationships. And now that we're talking out loud about the Leo, it makes me realize even more, yes, the Cancer can most definitely pull those emotions and stuff out of a Leo. Um, <laughs> My friend, she dates a she dates a cancer. I really do feel like the can. Okay, so my family member who I was talking about, um, it's my aunt and uncle. So my uncle is a cancer. My aunt is the Leo. So my aunt is the very like, and my uncle is actually very like. My uncle actually got emotional. He was like, "You pregnant, baby." Oh, and like my uncle dead ass like cried to me like we at the barbecue nigga and my uncle was like standing off kind of crying to me like oh, I remember when you was this little and I remember when that and yeah but um yeah Leo Cancer and I have friends you know they they more so just mesh and I just really feel like because the Leo is so strong so pride so this 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 the Cancer is just like no but we're gonna talk about your emotions yeah Oh, yeah, that, oh, Leo's in touch with emotions. They hate that. They really, really do. Like I said, if it's anybody that can get whatever going on out of a Leo, it's going to be a cancer. Because mm-hmm. I can't do it. I'd be like, girl, what's wrong? She'd be like, girl, nothing. 
I'm good. Like, she always checks in on me, and I'm just like, hey, how are you doing? She's like, I'm good. What I do love, Aaliyah's poker face is one of the best I have yeah. ever known in my life, and I'm being so real with you, for real, for real. Aaliyah's poker face is insane. And me as a Taurus, like, me as a Taurus, maybe it's just the, I wouldn't call myself stupid, but, like, I can't explain it. If if I ask you, how are you doing, and you tell me good, you good. So, shit, we good. And that's just that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I know for other people, and honestly, maybe a cancer, because they can pick up on emotions so well. If you tell a cancer, I'm good, and it's just, like, stares deep into your eyes and cancer like are you really okay yeah so it's only a few per- people that i definitely think my friend trusts but yeah, yeah they like their poker face is really good oh for sure anything else on leo um leos are just bad bitches oh oh oh, oh funny thing <laughs> uh back in my single days i never even got past meeting this guy that was a leo <laughs> because I don't even remember what the fuck we were talking about, but it's almost like he asked me questions to answer the questions for himself and talk about himself. (laughs) And so in my head, I was like, this nigga is a Leo. And I was like, what's your sign? And he was like, Leo. And I was like, bye. And I meant it. He was like, no, for real. And I was like, nah, but for real, I know, like, bye. And we never made it past anything. Like, it was just, and he, he, I will say he dressed very good. I think he, he worked for like a, a suit, company or something Uh so he was really into like tailored suits and like if i if i didn't know that he was a leo i probably would have thought that maybe he was um either gay or like just more um metrosexual or something Mm -hmm. more so very very in touch with his feminine side so like from the jump i already knew that we weren't going anywhere but like i just thought that it was funny to get to know him more so that i can ask him his sign and come to find out he was a leo so that's just a little funny story um Who's next? Yeah. Virgo. Virgo is August 23rd to September 22nd. Um, Honestly, I know Virgo people. I've interacted with them. And for some reason, Virgo people to me are, I just can't explain it. They're like a janky Scorpio. Does that make sense? No. What do you mean? <laughs> like, you know how, like, Scorpios are like, oh, they're deep. They're mysterious. They're like this. They're that. I feel like Virgos, like, try to give off that energy, but really, like, they're so open book and, like, cool. They're also very smart. They know a lot of knowledge. Um, I think that they will lie a lot. The drop of a fucking dime, a Virgo will lie. But I don't know. I don't know. They just give off this fake deep energy to me, basically, is what I'm saying. Virgos are fake deep. But they're deep. But they're fake deep. I'm trying to think about the Virgos I know. Virgos I know can either be the Beyonce's or the absolute party goers. Like, I don't give a fuck about responsibility. I'm going to party my ass off. Like, there's only, like, there's, like, that two sides of the spectrum. I don't know if it's, like, the difference between August and... September Virgos, but like, like I said, you only meet, I only meet one or the other type of Virgo. You either like, I love to party, I love to drink, I love to turn up, or I'm like about my business, I'm gonna make my money, I'm gonna be Beyonce working 22 hours out of the 24 hours of a day. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those are the, those are the two types of Virgos I've met. Um, 
it's hard for me to keep up with Virgo because they are always on the go. My social media runs the fuck out. They don't. Every Virgo that I know, like, their social media does not run out. They're more so like, and, and maybe and maybe it's this, right? Even if they are tired to satisfy the other person, they're going to be like, oh, I'll go. I'll, I'll go ahead and interact with you. I love Virgos, but um, that's just my only bad thing to say about them. It's like you're gonna, they can party, they can drink, they can turn up. They're usually the ones that's always at a function or a scene or in more so in the in crowd than any other sign. Virgo people don't ever talk about this in astrology wise, but or zodiac wise, it's like Virgos are really more sociable than Libras, but nobody ever talks about that. Hmm. And people think because they don't post about it, it's not happening, and that's definitely a fucking lie. If you're in a if you're in a Virgo's close friends, they're turning up popping pussy somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and I know this. They just not posting it on their story, like or, or on their live page or something like that. But they're definitely turning up, and I'm I can't wait to hear the Virgos be like, oh my gosh, she know my secret. Cause I do. They're turning up. They're popping pussy. They're drinking on a boat. On a yacht, at a party. It's I, just, it's just not, it's not posted though. I guess maybe um, as a tourist, maybe I'm just not in the loop with Virgos because to me, Virgos are like very private. Like, they are private. Um, they are go getters, but that's, that's all I really got for them, honestly. Like, and, and not every Virgo is a go getter. There are some Virgos that literally are just irresponsible oh, and like to part and like the party and turn. That's up. true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, I know both. Um, very, very smart people, but I, I, I could see the lazy Virgo. I see that vision. Yeah. I see that. And like, they're <laughs> usually not the type to be super clean either, like organized. And that's something that no one ever talks about. Cause like, when you think about like all of the things that's associated with Libra, mm -hmm. Virgos are too. Like Virgos are sometimes lazy, very sociable, party people. Um, Virgos are more so to network and um, know a lot more people. But no one ever talks about that. And I know that because I, like, actually hang out with Virgos in person, and it's like, that's that's them. They're mm -hmm. going to be the ones that's more so in fraternities or sororities. Uh, yeah, fraternities or sororities over other people. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. So Virgo, that's more so of Virgos are concerned. And like like I said, they're not all organized and put together as they kind of come off. Like, usually in their home, it's a mess. Shoes of all different sorts and types everywhere, clothes everywhere. Like, yeah, they're not they're not all put together. They just don't, it's just like you never know these things because they don't show it. Yeah. They, they're, they're not very, um, as outgoing as they are, they're not very show and tell type yeah. people. That's what I know from Virgos. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, no, no, not really. I mean, the Virgos that I know are very clean, but they're like, you have to put them in that mood if that makes sense. Like, if I go over to their house and it's dirty, it's okay. But like, a Virgo in the cleaning mood will clean the fuck out of some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. But oh like, yeah. Yeah. They're very organized in detail. Uh, Virgos, or if you have any Virgo in your chart, like it's where you could pay attention to minor details, the little minute, very um, secretive details. Virgos pay attention to that other people are gonna overlook. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. 
detail. When they put together their outfit, they're thinking of detail. Hair, detail. Like, every little bitty thing. And that makes a lot of sense as to why Beyonce, if you look at her music videos and something like that, it's usually like a, always a secret or hidden message that people are going to overlook. Uh, anything else about Virgo? No, I want a Harry. Okay, so next is Libra. Libra is September 22nd to October 23rd. I am a Libra. Actually, we share the sign of Venus, Taurus, and Libra. We love aesthetics. We love um, love. We love, like, uh, the way things look, right? We're so more so, – sometimes I get called superficial, but I do care about the way things look. Sorry. I do. Yeah. Like, uh, everything that I do, I know it's because it's portrayed in an image of a certain way. And that sometimes to other people makes me superficial because it's like, you shouldn't care about the things, the way people think of, uh, the way it's going to look and yada, yada, yada. But that's me. I, I, I do care. Yeah. I'm, I'm not even going to lie. I'm always changing my hair, wearing makeup, nails, superficial things, um, uh libras are a little lazy that's true i am a little lazy and uh i'm not as sociable but libras are sociable we can talk to anybody like we're not gonna like be like oh you're of a lower class than me so i can't talk to you mm -hmm. that was like why i think i was kind of quote unquote popular in in high school because i spoke to everybody like there wasn't there wasn't like <laughs> i'm not gonna talk to this weirdo in class i was talking to the weirdos in class and honestly if i'm being 110 percent honest every like opportunity that i got was because i made somebody feel welcomed mm -hmm. and made somebody feel uh inviting or just uh people will say libras gets libras are like one of the most successful zodiac signs and um Libras are the most one of the most successful zodiac signs because we like interact and we talk to a lot of people. There's no we're not gonna miss anyone in the room. Like if 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 I'm hosting a, a party or something, I'm going around making sure I talk to everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's one of the things. But people will be like, no, Libras are just so promiscuous. They're fucking everybody. Not true. Possibly, maybe not true. Uh, I don't. Okay. <laughs> Bria's <sighs> spill on Libras. Honestly, Libras, Libras are really cool, don't get me wrong. I always just say that Libras are one of my non-favorite, but they're one of my favorites of the non-favorite, if that makes sense, of my list of non-favorite zodiac signs. Mm -hmm. um, and that's because I feel like Libras really do have this, like, hot and cold energy that is just, like, insane to me. Um Libras can be, like, clinging to you, like, white on rice, and a Libra is very adaptable. They can adapt to whatever version um, gets along with whoever because Libras really, really, really want to be liked by everyone. Mm -hmm. So I feel like in the moment, like, a Libra will be very, very, like, adaptable to, let's say, like, you're a Libra, you have a rock star boyfriend. You're wearing the grunge, you're into, like, mm -hmm. the rock star shit, and then you have a rapper boyfriend. You're wearing J's and shit. And then you have the whatever boyfriend, and you're, like, adapting to that, like, whatever. And it, I feel like it's the same with friends, too. You have a friend that's more into, like, uh, crystals and shit. You're into crystals and shit. You have a friend that's more so into, like, scamming niggas, sugar daddies, getting money, then you're into that shit. I feel like Libras are like chameleons to me. Um, and the hot and cold energy 
is I don't know. I think that's something that I just don't really understand. Like, to me, it's like a Libra has a switch, and they can just, like, turn it off. It's like they real, real cool, whatever. And then, like, at some point, they're just not. And it's just like, oh, okay, what are we? Oh, okay, distance today. Okay, and then it's like the next day you come, and it's like, hey! And it's just like, oh, we're on that today. I don't know. Libras are very, very, like, hot and cold to me. Um, I will say. I am going to say this to that point. What? My, our social medias run out. Like I said, Virgos don't. Virgos social media does not run out. They're up at 4 a.m. still going. I'm out by 11 o'clock. I'm done. Like, I will turn it off, my social media. Mm. Like, I, like, more so evolved Libras will monitor their social media meter and be like, you know what? I'm turning it off. Doesn't mean I have a problem with you. It's just like, look, I gave you your time. I'm on to my next. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have to shut down and and repower up and then be social again. I will constantly do that. That's funny. Constantly. That may be why you may be like, oh, you're distant to me. You're not fucking with me. And it's just like, no, girl, I'm repowering up. Just hold on. <laughs> hold on. You got to restart <laughs> that engine. I do. That's me. I can only speak for me. And like I said, I, I grew up in a whole household filled with Libras. And, like, there would be a point in time we'll all be in our own rooms, not even fucking with each other. Yeah. But it's like nobody has a problem. I'm just repowering up yeah you know that that's kind of how i am i know interesting so that may be why libras come off as distant or just like hot and cold it's like i need to repower up i gotta i gotta recharge because i'm drained after i didn't gave a lot of energy to people gotta cut it off mm. um i think that libras are also very smart they're very very uh researchful people um, and I like about Libras, whenever y you make a um, decision in your life, you go full throttle. Even though they say that, like, Libras are, like, the Libran scale, like, they have no balance, they can't really make decisions. I don't know, because whenever a Libra does make a decision, they're in it to win it. I think it's because one of the things that if you're dating a Libra and a Libra is indecisive, more so they're indecisive because we, we need to go through every possible scenario of how this could play out to make sure that this is the right decision. Um, and that doesn't mean we always make the best decisions, but we try to see what's kind of lesser of the two evils a lot of times. So that is one reason why you're going to see that Libras are indecisive a lot of times. Um, but that's just my take. A Libra, another thing that I see that people say is like Libras are like ditzy or airheads. I'm going to honestly say that's a lie. Like you said, we're so adaptable. I don't, I'm not coming in a room trying to act like I know more than everybody in the room. I'm going to dumb myself down and be like that blonde. <laughs> and Kim Kim Kardashian is a prime example of that. People think she's probably the most airhead, dumb bitches. And I think she plays that role to be more likable. But she's actually in law school. Who can who can make it through law school on some real shit? Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, so I'm like a Kardashian fan, anyone that knows. I've watched every single anything that has to do with the Kardashians. And that is quite true. At the beginning for Kim, um, she was kind of just like, ah, uh, like, ah, uh, because I, like the, oh, Kim, why'd you do the sex tape? Because I wanted to. I was horny yeah. with my boyfriend. and But she, I will say she's very, very real. She it, is very real. She's very honest. And Libra people typically are quite honest. That's one of the biggest things I wish Libras would stop doing is dumbing ourselves down to be likable and to be accepted in a room full of people. Like, 
I will like sometimes it's just like we come off as being very dumb and airheads and like oh they don't know any better but it's really just a game that we play to like think that you got the upper hand because your your opponent is always better if they think they're smarter than you which mm-hmm. is usually not true. Like, you think about every Libra. Like, people even say that with Cardi B, and I'm like, Cardi B is so fucking smart. She plays the dumb role because it's part of her image. It's, it's what sells. Because if she was really, like, a smart-ass bitch, like, she came out and, like, hey, yeah, I know this about the political, this, this, and that, this, this, and that. People would, like, a rapper. I don't think she would have no street cred as a rapper. Yeah, like, rappers, like, yeah, what? Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's the Libra dumb role that we play. And it's so annoying even to me when I know other Libras are playing that role. I'm like, girl, you ain't got to do that to be acceptable, but we will. So yeah. that's just kind of one of our things. And we'll try to be all sexy and sex symbol just to, like, be more likable because that's going to be more acceptable instead of just being the smart bitch that we are. Mm-hmm. So that's all I got to be on Libras. Anything else? Mm-hmm. Next, Scorpios. Scorpios is October 23rd to November 21st. I personally love Scorpios, maybe because I have all these planets in Scorpio, but my boyfriend's a Scorpio. I love Scorpios with their crazy ass. Fucking hate them. I'm just <laughs> kidding. So um, my moon is in Scorpio. Um, so I'm li- I understand Scorpios to a level that I see right through them. And not in a bad way. It's just... I guess whenever I'm in the, if I'm in the room with a non-evolved Scorpio, those are the Scorpios that I hate, the non-evolved ones. But the um, evolved Scorpios, I mean, Scorpios are really cool people for real, for real. And I will say it a million times, like, they, what I love about them, where they remind me of Leos is the, the sweep under the rug shit. And that is also a pet peeve of mine of Scorpios is that, Scorpio is like the kind of person that it's like, bitch, your face is bleeding. And they're just like, oh, no, I'm fine. Like, it's all good. So do you want to go to the bar? And um, like, what's up? And it's just like, bitch, your face is bleeding. Like, what is wrong? Fucking talk. Like, what are you doing? Like, like a Scorpio will sweep shit under a rug to, I feel like, to the point that they will literally let their life hit rock bottom before they go and look up under the rug and see what the fuck is really going on. Like, they will literally just, like, like, just whatever, just ditzy their way into, like, some shit. And, like, that's, like, my pet peeve of them is just, like, open your mouth, like, talk about these fucking things. Like, talk, communicate, like, what's going on. Another thing that I can't stand about Scorpios is, like, um, you know, every sign is known for something. To me, Scorpios are known for, like, manipulation, and they will blindly manipulate the shit out of a situation. They might not even be doing it, like, intentional at all. And it could just be something so small, like, oh, shit, like, you ran that paper across my arm and I got a paper cut. And they will, like, manipulate that situation or something like, oh, well, I was just doing X, Y, Z because, like, I'm having, like, a bad day and, like, blah, 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 blah. But, like, I'm sorry that you just got a paper cut. i sorry, I guess. Like, bitch. Like, they will flip that table so fucking quick. But on the other side of um, loving Scorpios is that whenever you're able to get very close to them, dog, Scorpios to me give the best fucking advice because they're, they're very, very logical. They're very logical. They can, I feel like, take out emotions even though they're a water sign and they can really, like, adapt to emotions and shit like that. They also know how to, like, take all emotions out and give you some real ass fucking shit. Like, I will go to a Scorpio person for advice on anything because I know that, like, 
they're gonna take my emotions and shit and just draw it out like bitch okay crying and shit aside this is what's going on and you need to be real about this but in the same breath again like that's kind of why i hate scorpios because they can do that for the outside but they cannot fucking do that for themselves unless they have hit absolute fucking rock bottom then they will start like looking for answers but yeah all in all honestly i really do fuck with scorpio people it's just the unevolved ones that's just like um i love scorpios because of um i love scorpios because their ability to manipulate i know that sounds bad (gasps) it sounds bad but that's one of the reasons why i love them um when we talk about zodiac signs having more control over themselves in situations Scorpio, that's like their superpower. You know, it's like having more control over the situation. That is kind of one of the reasons why I'm attracted to my boyfriend, who's also a Scorpio, because he's like, it's okay. I got this. I'm I'm going to fix this. Like, you know, they're more so fixers. Um, Mm -hmm. I can say when it comes to Scorpio hitting rock bottom, because they all do, everyone does, especially if you have Scorpio placements, it's because you go through this transformation and rebirth which is something that they will constantly, constantly do. If a Scorpio wants to be, like, ignorant, they're going to always have hardships, right, until they start accepting their emotions, accepting, like, look, I'm not perfect. I don't have this shit all the way together all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. And they're going to keep having hardships. And that's why I like Scorpios, because I'm not going to lie. It irritates me to deal with people that ain't never been through some shit in their life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool. But, like, can we get to, like, the real shit? Like, mm-hmm. who died when you were sick that, six that makes you like this? Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Who who <laughs> fucked you over when you were 10 that made you like this? Yeah. Like, Scorpios usually has, has been through some shit and went through some shit. And so I can identify with them and be like, yeah, you know what? We didn't all been through some shit. I fuck with you. Um, but I do understand that the manipulation is very uh, something that people can't get with. When it comes to manipulation, it's just like that's just how they like to feel in control of their situation. Because the minute that uh, Scorpio loses control, they feel vulnerable, they feel weak, and they feel seen. And the moment a Scorpio feels seen, oh, I got to manipulate this shit to flip it back on you because it, it can't be on me. You know, y'all can't see me cry. Mm -hmm. I need everybody to look at you. So they're going to flip everything around and make it be about you. That's all I got to say about Scorpios. I love Scorpios and I'm biased. I'm sorry. That's like the only other sign other than my own sign that I'm just like, (laughs) I love. Yeah. So I love Scorpios. Sagittarius people. November 22nd to December 21st. This is going to be my least favorite Zodiac sign. You know what's so sad? Like they all the way at the end of everything. So it's just kind of like, honestly, I feel like that that has a part in their personality to me. It's just like, oh, shit, last but not least, goddamn, get the fuck out the way. Like, that's <laughs> what I think about when I think about Sagittarius people. But I will say, on a more positive note, um, I think that Sagittarius people are um, very, very funny. Yeah, very, very funny. Sagittarius people, I don't know, they just have, like, this sense of humor that's beautiful, childlike, um, very memorable, but otherwise that, I'm sorry. I don't have that much to say about Sagittarius people. I've dated too many fucking Sagittarius men. My father is a Sagittarius, and I have way too much to say. But in a nutshell, they love truth. They're like truth seekers, right? They need to find the truth in everything, mm-hmm. right? But they cannot take that shit back. They cannot take the same shit that they dish out. Um, another thing, I'm such an emotional person, like, I need we need to talk about our emotions and our feelings and cry together and hold hands. 
Sagittarius is like, I ain't got time for that shit. <laughs> That's how I see Sagittarius is. Like, Sagittarius is like, I don't have time for that shit. I'm like, what do you want to be sentimental about? What you want to be, what you want to cry about? And I'm just like, I'm going to cry. Like, you know, and that's just one of the things. Um, one bad thing about Sagittarius is that I just, if you're dating a Sagittarius or whatever, it's like they use people to their advantage. Um, people like to always talk about um, Geminis kind of doing that. But, like, Sagittarius is really to use people. They're, a Sagittarius is only fucking with you because you can provide something to them. And that is actually very smart because that's what lets them get ahead and, and get certain opportunities in life because of the way they've been able to use people and the resources and opportunities that they can provide to them. But when you're dating them, it's bad because you don't know if they're fucking with you or they're really with you because they love you or because you are providing like a roof over their head or you're giving them money or you're doing something for them that is beneficial to them. The minute you stop becoming beneficial to a Sagittarius, nine times out of ten, there you have moved on to the next Listen, that is one experience I've dealt with with Sagittarius. And they will say, like, you know, well, I'm, I don't fuck with just anybody. I'm not just fucking with somebody for the hell of it. But it kind of shows, like, their character in a way. So that's my take on Sagittarius. Anything else? No, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> well. No, I'm sorry. Well, that is all I have to say about the 12 Zodiac signs. Like I said, if you listen to this and you feel like it didn't relate to you, nine times out of ten, check your birth chart. I do offer birth chart readings. You can go check me out. Astrology Horror here. And, uh, yeah, that's all I have to say. Yeah. Um. So we have about 10 minutes. And I am going to go through her birth chart. I already went through it last night because I knew this was going to happen. Oh, good. Okay, so I already went through it, right? And I pointed out everything. So I'm first I'm going to talk about, like, money, career, gains yeah. for Abria. Um. And first, I'm going to look at your son is in the 11th house. What does that mean? It means that 11th house comes from gains. 11th house is how you receive more resources, more opportunities, mm -hmm. stuff like that. 11th house also is uh, connected to friendships, mm -hmm. partnerships, mm -hmm. teams, mm -hmm. working in group settings. Um, and so what ends up happening here, right, is so when you're younger, you probably felt like, I need to do, I, like, you, you try to be like, um, I, I need to I need to do X, Y, and Z so that I can be successful. I can be successful. I can be successful. 11th house says, nope, you actually need help. You actually need to um, lean on the resources and the things that, sh that you have. You actually um, probably benefit from the relationships and networking that you have. That's why when you say that you like uh, men that are uh, – like manly men that do things around the house and stuff like that. That's how you get your resources. That's how you get uh, security that you desperately, desperately want with Taurus in the 11th house. 10th house, Medhaven is in Aquarius, right? Mm. So we just talked about Aquarius earlier being kind of like weird and mysterious and all of this other stuff. Mm -hmm. That is your Medhaven. So what that means is that you like freedom above all else. That's something that we, I didn't bring up, but Aquarius is love freedom, mm -hmm. like love freedom. In your work environment, that's what you need above everything else is that freedom. Um, and, Midha and Midhaven is always in the 10th house, so that's that. Um, right now, in the current astrological transit, Jupiter is in Pisces, mm -hmm. right? But Jupiter, the planet Jupiter represents expansion, growth, luck, like, it's more of the more prosperous planets. Mm -hmm. Your Jupiter 
is in Scorpio, and it's in your sixth house. So sixth house is connected to, uh, like, the way the body looks, like, weight and working out. It's also connected to, like, work ethic and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So um, I definitely see that more prominent because you're um, wanting to expand your growth and, um, like, wanting to expand your work habits, work ethics, things like that. So what I look at for, look for is Jupiter is in Scorpio, um, a lot of hard work. Mm. Jupiter and Jupiter is going to be in Pisces until May tenth or whatever. So so we're, work hard. We're working hard, like okay. the first half of this year, like yeah. period. And also working out, you could be more focused on working out or losing weight or stuff like that. Jupiter also means expansion, so you could have gained weight and you're trying to lose it. So that's another thing that I kind of, you know. Um, Next, as I relate to this, I think we're good. Um, next thing is you're, you have Gemini as a rising. Gemini um, is connected to social media <laughs> and writing and um technology and things like that when you say you're not technology savvy that's kind of actually really funny because um you're you're a gemini rising so it's like one of your challenges that you have to overcome to be successful Ugh. yeah and you also have saturn and pisces in your 10th house so sat the planet saturn is very restrictive and gives a lot of hardship to wherever area it's in. Mm-hmm. Yours is in um, Pisces, but it's also shared in the 10th house with the Aquarius. So that could mean that you bring a lot of hardship or challenges to your career, but you're in what we call a Saturn return, like a Saturn retrograde in a way. And that happens when you hit like 27, 28, mm-hmm. and you start experiencing like more breakthroughs mm-hmm. in it because you understand the importance of hard work. Mm-hmm. So... Your Saturn is in Pisces in the 10th house. So what does that mean? It just means that, like, Jupiter is in Pisces. You're going to see more expansion and growth right now. Like, if, you apply okay. for, like if you're applying for jobs or want more money or whatever, you could definitely get it right now. And... That's really funny because, okay, sorry, side note, have to have a story. I'm a storytelling bitch. Um, I'm actually applying for jobs right now, and I'm, like, I feel it. I'm, like so close to getting something else. I interviewed for something and um, what's been going on in my head lately, and maybe this is advice to someone else, but um, I work for a staffing agency. So, you know, deal with resumes, blah, blah, blah. Um, I have these friends that obviously I made working at this job. One of them helped me to divvy up my resume and she was telling me, she was like, when you're applying for a job, I'm gonna give you a little hint. Take whatever their uh, job description is and go throw those bullets in your resume because they're looking up keywords. So it's like, oh, um, if you are a onboarding specialist, let's say, throw that up in the air and they're going to find your resume on Indeed or whatever. And that's why they're going to call you. You throw this shit in there so, you know, you can pick up those keywords. And then um, I was seeing this other thing on TikTok that she was saying, lie on your fucking resume if you want said kind of job and you know they're probably not going to take you entry level we all know they're going to train you up anyway so i've literally like i was like okay because i was so close to getting this job that was like 
amazing salary. And I was just like, whoo, I'm sold. And then they start asking me questions like, okay, like it sounds like you have a lot of good experience. So tell me about your experience in doing X, Y, Z. And I was like, well, I don't necessarily have that experience, but because I work for um, a, a staffing agency that does this exact same thing, like we're just structured differently, but I know exactly what these people do on their day-to-day. -day. I just haven't done it on my day-to-day, -day, but I know exactly what they do. And she was like, well, because you don't necessarily have that experience, we're looking for more so blah, blah, blah. And I was like, fuck. Like, I know I was killing it during this interview. So lately, I'm just like, all right, fuck it. Next job I see that's looking good. I'm about to go divvy up my resume. I'm about to fucking lie. And then for my interview, now I know exactly what to say Same. to them. So it's funny that you bring that up because. That's, like I said, Jupiter is in Pisces. You have Pisces and Saturn that's in your 10th house. And you have Jupiter in your 6th, which is work ethic. Put yeah. those two together, you should definitely see expansion growth around those things right okay but i'm gonna go home and fucking apply for some more shit okay so next we're gonna get to her love life right you have venus in the 12th house so do i i think that's very in taurus no i don't have it in taurus i have it in libra oh mine's in taurus but they're both that's funny yeah, yeah. yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you have I and mean, it's so funny that you date a hispanic guy because Venus in the 12th house represents finding a spouse that's more foreign or abroad, meaning not in your same race. That's how I take it. Like, not in your same race. You're pretty much more open to dating uh, partners that are not in your same race. Here we have Venus in the 12th house. Hmm. So, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, that makes sense because, you know, Jose's Hispanic. And then um, you have seventh house in Sagittarius, which is your descendant sign uh, directly across from Gemini. So you probably have a partner that's very blunt, kind of keep it honest with oh, you. Oh, yeah. It's very going to keep it honest with you, which I think, even though Sagittarius is a fire sign, I think it works really, really well. Does he have Sagittarius placements? Not a clue. I do you want to see his birth chart? I don't know. He probably does have some type of Sagittarius or fire um, placements in his birth chart. Leo, he has Leo in there, which makes which makes him very blunt and honest. Which mm -hmm. I always think when it comes to synastry and things that work together, I think Earth signs and fire signs are the perfect match in heaven, despite what anybody else may think. And it's because you guys are both uh, very um, North Node Sagittarius. That's very funny. Um. It's because they're both very... Um, Are we soulmates? Probably. <gasps> very uh, blunt Damn. people. I think earth signs and fire signs are a match made in heaven because you guys are very blunt and honest. And I don't think like water sign that you're supposed to be compatible with could take your bluntness. Just like air signs, I can't deal with fire signs because they're too blunt. My feelings are going to get broken into <laughs> okay? But earth and fire together, it makes it very like, yeah, we said what the fuck we said. We don't give a fuck. Period. Fuck you. And Period. that's what I like about that. And that's probably why you um, have a partner who is way more um, blunt, like you. And very, uh, yeah. And he might, do. does he follow any, like, uh, like traditional things like is he very uh he's pretty traditional yeah like uh religiously traditional like mm -hmm. is there some type of um and i say this only because you guys shaved your baby's head off which is very traditional and like religious in some sense and most times you have a partner like this is what it well when i looked it up it was just like your partner could be very um traditional in some sense he is he's very traditional i wouldn't say religious but he is very traditional 
but I wouldn't say religious, but yeah, he's a very much, I don't know what you would call it. But whenever I read my birth chart, because like I'm one that seeks so much freedom, it was like, if I do get married, it would be in a very non-traditional sense, which is funny because then I read Jose's birth chart and it was like, he's such a traditional family values, values this and that kind of person. So I thought that was kind of funny. And us talking about our wedding, I'm like, ooh, let's do it like, like, you know, Mexicans are known for, like, having a little carne asada and black people known for having a barbecue. Let's do that kind of style for our wedding. But it's, like, a mixture of all of us and shit. And I was like, we could do some cool-ass shit. Like, have a little, like, they have, like, these wedding bounce houses and shit. And I'm just thinking about all this creative shit. And, like, he's just like, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, and it's crazy because who you end up marrying is usually somebody you need, not someone you want. So, Yeah. That is all I have to say about this and astrology. If you want to know more, you can definitely check me out. Um, anything else that you want to say about astrology? No, it's just astrology rules. That's all I have to say, and I love it. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for joining in to another episode of Why Women. Why Women. Bye, guys. Bye.